Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Us What's in the Box. What's in the Box? Oh, mother's love today. Lots of mommy dearest and mommy read me a story. And uh, yeah, it's, it is our Mother's Day special. Yes. And we're going to be just kind of diving into all the various like types of moms in horror films throughout the year, looking at all the tropes and uh, should, you know, moms have, have moms got gotten the short end of the stick in horror over the years or not. You know, there's uh, been a very wide rep- representation of moms, not all of them all that great but some of them like I think pretty (laughs) pretty like you know I'm not I'm not a mom I have no children but from what I've learned from my own mother I'm not either so so you're talking about people who are who are daughters yes but we have we have not been mothers we are not mothers that's the perspective we're coming yes We're going to be probably pulling from our own relationships, like with our moms and trying to like dig into, you know, like a bit of empathy and things like that. Cause you know, we don't like, we're not moms. So we don't understand, you know, what it is like to be a mom. The closest thing I have is like, I worry about my cat's health all the time. They're fine. But I had to take my cat, Charlie, to get her teeth cleaned the other day. And you know, when they clean cats teeth, they have to like, put them under yeah (laughs) so I was just like don't let anything go wrong please I don't know what I do without my Charlie (laughs) that's like you know I have this and I have dogs so Joanna has two cats I have two dogs so you know that we we understand in that sense yeah (laughs) for our fur babies yeah we love our animals unconditionally even though I don't know where my Oh, she's sleeping on the chair. My uh, bl- my little crazy tuxedo kitty Katniss, yeah. who's eight and has the energy of a six-month-old kitten. <laughs> yeah, my dog is nine, and she's zoomy still, and she's, oh you know, and she's a giant breed, so, you know, that's pretty old for a giant breed, and she's still yeah. zoomy. Yeah. That's so great. Young at heart, and if there's arthritis, yes. they just charge right through it. She's a princess. She she comes up and puts her paw on you. Like, attention, please. Yeah. Mom, attention. Yes. Pa. Need this. Pa. Mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Katniss. She's very much like we'll that. So do that. that that's yeah. our that's our that's our parental experience. Yes. So. <laughs> Keeping animals alive is our parental experience. <laughs> Although I have, I, I have been a teacher for, for five years. So and I was a teacher as well. There you so go. I so with, with teenagers, I taught high same. school. Yeah. So I, I have, uh, I have that experience. Um, but you know, uh, teenagers tend to treat teachers different than their parents, yes. but, uh, but, uh, it's still, you know, you're around them and, and you get to hear some things and stuff. I don't know if you had that experience or not, but often kids will, you know, they'll say stuff like you're not there, you mm-hmm. know, they kind of forget like you're not like in their in their universe. So you'll oh, overhear yeah. some wild stuff. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> just sitting in the classroom, just trying to grade stuff. And I just <laughs> hear over in the corner, they're like talking about like hentai and I'm like how do you even know what that is you shouldn't <laughs> know that and I just look over and I'm like you're what now can can we put the laptop away and like actually get back to work you should not be discussing that in my class yeah like. indeed oh. so yeah so so those are kind of that's kind of where we're coming from and we're going to talk about oh and by the way if you're listening to this uh Mother's Day was two days ago so yes. you missed it if you didn't call your mom yeah if, if this is your reminder um I, I i hope you have a better relationship with your mom moving forward yeah i hope your mom and let's acknowledge that not everyone's mom is around and not everyone yeah. has a good relationship with their mom as probably be demonstrated by some of the movies that we're going to be talking about uh, absolutely yeah so you know my, if you do have a good relationship uh, with your mom and she's still around, you missed calling her. You missed calling her. If not, her. then, you know. So Buy her some edible arrangements or something. Like, yeah. But yeah, we, we, we feel like 
my, my mom and I, we feel mother's day very differently now because my grandma, she, uh, passed away four, four years ago now on May 4th. So very close to mother's day. So it's, so it's a little different. Um, and my, my mom misses her like terribly. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned a lot about mother-daughter relationships from it being like the three of us <laughs> for, yeah, for a very yeah. long time, for like 30 years. So <laughs> yeah, um, for sure, for sure. So I think actually the first question before we get into like the type of moms and horror and stuff, I think the first one is why are why is horror fascinated with moms? There's lots of horror movies about moms with moms in it mom's relationships and stuff like that so why are they a source of fascin? like why why does horror want to want to deal with with motherhood do you think i mean from i mean the moms that i know in my life or they're they're my age a little bit younger or like older with older kids like motherhood can be scary you know there's of course like you're growing a human inside of you for nine months i mean our it's body horror it's body horror yeah especially you know (laughs) i mean i've heard you know people who have had kids um talk about um you know the type of stuff that happens to their bodies after they have kids yeah you know that not a lot of people talk about like you know your body isn't really the same after that you know, and let's just acknowledge we are talking about mothers, but, you know, we also understand that everybody, uh, you know, everybody can have the equipment to have a child. Yes. This is just, you know, and, and it may even be one of the faults of, of horror is that they kind of do default that woman equals mother. Yeah. Woman equals being able to birth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I would like to acknowledge that before we really get too far. Into Agreed. It, yeah. You can be non-binary. You can be trans. You can be any, a lot of other conditions where, you know, you can, a lot of other conditions or perspectives or whatever and and be able to have kids so i didn't want to acknowledge that as well unfortunately we don't have just like a parent's day right because your parent it doesn't even have to be like you don't even have to be biologically related to your parent right you know you could be adopted or you know you it could be your foster parents or you know even you could be living with like a step aunt or something like that you know family isn't isn't always blood just to add just to add on you know (laughs) right exactly and actually i i taught in honduras for a year and they actually do have a parent's day oh yeah they don't have mothers and fathers day they have a they have a parent's day i love that knowledge at school and the parents came to school and all that stuff and you know the kids put on performances and things like that honduras doing it right (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pro- probably for here, the reason why it split up, it's like, ooh, more days to get to more money. <laughs> yeah, Hallmark yes. holidays. Hallmark, Hallmark holidays. holidays. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that, that, you know, and maybe that's one of the things we can talk about is horror. You know, is there things out there about, about, I mean, we, it really does kind of focus on the, the woman, mother having birth yeah, sort of thing, I think, yeah. you know, if not, it's, you know, they adopted or they had a miscarriage or, you know, something like that, but it still is a very, uh, it's very, it's uh, very just, binary. Yeah. Very yeah. binary impression of what, of what motherhood is, yeah. which is. Perhaps something we'll see change in the future. That Maybe. Yeah. I think part, part of the reason why, like, it still kind of is the way that it is. And, you know, we'll obviously get into talking about, we, we, we got this whole list of movies uh, with, like, really, like, strong, memorable, like, m- mother characters in it. And I feel like more recently movies like Hereditary and Bird Box and things like that have gone deeper into exploring like what motherhood like actually is. But again, it's still very binary. Like what does motherhood mean if you are a trans woman, for instance? I don't know. I don't know any of any horror movies like like that. Um, 
but I can't imagine that's a very different kind of story than, you know, for a cisgendered woman who is a mother. It would be. And I would be, I would be interested in that. Yes. Um, what's, what's sort of, I mean, because, you know, we kind of mentioned, cause the question we're talking about is, you know, why, why is horror fascinated with motherhood? Yeah. Um, and we kind of talked about, you know, the body horror aspect, the fact that motherhood is scary and stuff, but it's probably, it's, I'm sure it's scary for anyone, Yeah. no matter identification or anything like that. But it would be a different kind. A different kind of, um, yeah. You would have different expectations. You would have different societal pressures, oppression, any of that sort of thing. So I think a horror movie from the perspective of a trans parent for some reason, you know, or something would be a very interesting thing for somebody who is trans and a parent to do. Yeah, right. Because I mean, like the whole kind of like big trope with mothers in horror movies like um if you go like the friday the 13th route or carrie or mommy dearest you know like it totally takes the stereotype of a mom who's supposed to be like really loving and kind and caring compassionate and like all of these things like this ideal version of what a mom is is supposed to be and completely like turns that on its head but there are you know mothers out there who who have children who sadly you know like do actually you know treat their children in very horrifying ways um if i do remember correctly mommy dearest was actually based on Joan crawford Crawford. okay yeah you know so it's Mm -hmm. you know it if if you're going to tackle, you know, that kind of representation as, you know, like of, of a mother, I think there needs to be a little bit of depth in it, like depending on how you're presenting her. And I always think, think of like the big, um, like homicide cases. Um, I can't, I can't think of the uh, woman's names off, off the top of my head, but like the, the, the horrifying stories that you hear of mothers who murder their children and oh did you see yeah. um shutter island yes that was one of the uh, sorry spoiler for anybody <laughs> who hadn't seen shutter island so like skip ahead a little bit um but yeah at the end you find out that part of why he went was because his wife killed their children yeah um, and i think a lot of that you know oh sorry go sorry <laughs> No, I was going to say, you know, yeah, that was like one of the whole crooks of, of why he was, um, you know, uh, he had, he broke down essentially was because his, his yeah. wife had, had killed, had killed their children. Yeah. And yeah. And there's been real life cases of that. Yeah. And some, and some of them are like, you know, the women hadn't been properly. Susan Anthony. Is that. Oh, I, I don't remember, but um, I, like a lot of these women these these women like later on after research and like medical science and psychology have advanced and and the fact that now as a society we are more open to talking about like mental illness and things and things like that it's a lot of people have come to the conclusion that many of those women were suffering from postpartum stress um mm-hmm. and in very extreme cases if it's not treated properly like it could lead to these it 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 unfortunately could lead to you know mothers murdering their children and so to and in in a roundabout way to kind of wrap it around and bring it all back to like you know what is so scary about motherhood Oh my goodness, there are so many scary things like beyond the whole body horror aspect of it. There's the psychological aspect of it. You know, there's a lot of, you know, fear. There's a lot of personal pressure. There's societal pressure, you know, can yeah. can conflicting advice and things and things like that. Like moms who are moms but didn't plan on being moms, you know, moms who, you know, occasionally deal with like gosh, what, you know, why, why did I have, have this child? I'm so stressed out moms who who don't have this, who don't have access 
to even just like daycare or, you know, or who for so many different reasons. And it all kind of ties back to like this, there's still this societal image of like what a mom is supposed to be. And a lot of women like get caught up in thinking mm-hmm. that they're not being a good mom for whatever reason, whatever stage in their motherhood. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's movies that definitely bring that up and play into that and explore it and discuss it like Bird Box um, and Hereditary, I think to some degree to, to mention those two again, but then there are other ones that don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and just keep in mind, anybody listening, you know, we have a casual podcast. So a lot of this is just us kind of talking through our own thoughts about it. And some of these things we don't know ourselves. Like yeah. we're both cis women, you know, and we're, like we said, we're not parents. So this is us just talking about it. But if you do have experiences, please let us know and, and talk about it and be like, oh, you said this and this has been mine. You know, so, so we are going to blunder. I will just tell you that probably at certain points in this, um, you know, but this is really just us trying to like wrestle with it ourselves and, and hopefully we can engage other people and learn more about these other, these other topics that we've been talking about, like, you know, mental illness, postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. uh, trans issues in regards to children and, and that sort of thing and, and everything. So I just wanted to say that up front that, you know, we're probably going to blunder yeah. some of these things a little bit, but, um, you know, this, like I said, this is just us trying to, you know, um, you know, talk about it ourselves and, and, and get a discussion going that need to be have. I don't think uncomfortable discussion should mean you don't talk about it just because you're afraid of messing up. Absolutely. You should mess up. Yeah. And I, I would appreciate like, if I do mess up, you know, I would want somebody to come tell me like, Hey, you said this, but actually it's, it's this way for people who have experienced that. And that's that people who are, are candid like that, you know, I greatly appreciate because I don't know everything. You don't know everything. And there's still so much that we can learn from other people, but being, horror enthusiasts and horror writers we try to dig in to the watch these things and i feel like that's why people make these movies too to kind of you know they show us these things and stuff and that's why like i said i'd really like to see some horror movies from you know uh different perspectives and stuff but yeah i think you're right there's so much that's scary about it um that can be and it's such an intense relationship too and i think intensity um, between, you know, mothers and children and, and parents and children, you know, because of that intensity, it's kind of a, 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 you know, a good breeding place for kind of horrific situations to happen. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's why you get a lot of that. I mean, <laughs> Stephen King wrote The Shining. I mean, he's, he, I remember one point he said in an interview that, you know, you've got one kid, he has three children. Mm-hmm. And he was, he wrote at one point that it was like, you got one kid who knocked over the the milk, another kid is screaming, another kid is writing on the wall and somebody just dumped something on your manuscript you're working on and, and the little lizard brain in your head is going, just kill them all. Kill them all you know? <laughs> so being a parent, it's intense. Yeah. And there's intense feelings and there's intense relationships and there's intense expectations. Yeah of society of what that relationship should look like as you pointed out so i think you know that's yeah i think yeah. those are some really good reasons and please if anyone thinks of any more uh, you know let us yeah. know too and i i would also say like there's also like pressure from within the family too um and this is something you know that i've experienced from a, a daughter's perspective but also just seeing the di- the dynamic between my mom and her mother you know and my mom i think was always caught in the middle of like wanting to let me be who i wanted to be but then had pressure from her own mother to like raise me a, a specific way and then of course that all ties back to you know like well what is expected of me and you know it I would be terrified of like screwing up my, my own child, even if logically it was not my fault. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the that's your flesh and blood. You are spiritually, physically, legally, emotionally responsible for this person that it is your duty to raise them as a happy, healthy, productive member of society. But unfortunately, a lot of families out there, mothers, don't have various tools to do that for a wide variety of reasons. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, let's specifically, let's get into, like I would even say, since I already brought it up, bird box, right? You have mm. the wonderful Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yes, um, Sandra. Yeah. And then, of course, this is uh, based on, uh, the film is based on the, the novel oh. by the same name by Josh Mallerman. Mallerman. Um, and There's a sequel, too. Yes, there is a sequel. Uh, but basically, like, one thing that really, la- that, I, that I latched onto for that is, like, yes, there is this, like, kind of invisible threat lurking around every corner and you can't you can't see it like you fit you can't have your eyes uncovered otherwise you're just gonna die right um and I found I mean the mom she's taking care of her biological child which she wasn't thrilled about having in the first place and then all the shit goes down and then she meets this other woman at the house who's also pregnant. Like they have their babies at the same time, but then she dies. So now she's taking care of this biological child that she wasn't thrilled to be having in the first place. And she's taking care of this other woman's child, you know, and she's doing the best that she can. She never gives, gives them names, you know, but kind of as it's, I, I found the whole miss like, eyes close thing covered mysterious force out there is a big larger metaphor for motherhood in general it's like going in blind you're you're going in blind you're doing what you can with the tools that you were given (laughs) throughout life and I mean I think we're not given given, you know trying to learn how to like you learned about the tools and then you're learning to try to use them at the same time like you're raising a family I mean that's hard enough when you're just one person trying to figure out how to like emotionally navigate difficult periods in life or just every day in general but to do that for yourself and for children that you are responsible for holy crap man like yeah yeah indeed yeah I mean that's that's a good point you know there's just a lot in there that is a source of you know because what's horror you know being horrified uh scared you know all that sorts of things and there's lots there to to work with for sure uh, in terms of that so um what what are the types so you know that's a good segue into you know what are the types of moms that we see in horror movies like what are the tropes of mothers that we see what are the tropes that you see danny uh okay well first (laughs) you have the the evil mother um, you know, the, the, the absolutely, you know, gone off the deep end, you know, mommy dearest, Carrie, Sybil, um, you know, ma, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, just the absolute, uh, you know, the, the mothers who have, you know, gone off the deep end I guess or <laughs> you know the evil moms the the moms who are killing people and you know are being abusive or you know all of that um you have that um and then of course you have the the you know protective mom you know the ones who are who are you know protecting their children and they are the you know usually beleaguered mom you see them a lot of times you know clutching onto their child or written as clutching onto their child while the big bad comes, you know, all that sort of stuff, like, you know, a quiet place, the ring, yeah. um, yeah. even the sixth sense to some, to some degree, the shining, yeah, the shining, the shining, um, you know, the, the, you see, you have the protective mom, um, you know, and then I think you also have an aspect. There's some that are kind of like, 
you know, the, the helpless mom, mm-hmm. you know, which is basically like stuff is happening to them because they can birth children. Um, and, uh, and, you know, so, so they're kind of a vehicle and an object rather than uh, yeah. an impetus in the story. Um, you know, like the omen or, you know, Rosemary's baby or um, that sort of thing, you know, so you kind of have the helpless mom, the evil mom, you know, the protective mom, um, you know, are all different kind of aspects of motherhood that we see. Where where would you put in a Voorhees in there? (laughs) Is she protective mom or is she evil mom? (laughs) She's protective evil mom. (laughs) Protective evil mom. Protective evil mom. Yeah. I mean, we only get her in, in, in the first film, you know, but then Jason Voorhees is always hearing her voice and it's usually either in like, yeah, kill them all, Jason, kill them. And then if he does it, it's like my good boy, you know? So she's like, she, I mean, because of the whole backstory of Jason Voorhees, you know, child with disabilities, was at a summer camp, drowns in the lake while the camp counselors are like making out or not paying, paying attention to him. So like mom's pissed off. Pamela Voorhees is fucking pissed. <laughs> so yeah. she goes the very extreme route for the love of her child who then turns into, they both kind of in this weird supernatural way like team up to get revenge you know yeah i'd like to talk about the new halloween movie i've been fascinated like i've been listening to you talk about it but i've i've really there's an interesting one there because you have laurie strode this is we're talking about the latest one yes um the latest one the halloween and halloween kills is going to be coming up um you know where where laurie strode is now a grandmother Mm -hmm. Um, and her own relationship with her daughter and her granddaughter and um, and how everything I mean where where we kind of fit that in in here I mean she's protective but you know she also has a lot of issues from things that happen to her and so well, yeah I mean she's still I mean the way I see her character is like she's still very much like traumatized from what happened way way back when um and there's obviously a lot of tension between her and her daughter. And it's probably because like her daughter's never had to like deal with Michael Myers or anything like that. Yeah. So she's lived a relatively normal life, but then she grows up, she has her own daughter and, you know, like things kind of fall apart. They become estranged from grandma and things are a little bit weird and confusing. And it's like, you know, like, why don't we talk to grandma? But grandma all along, like, was kind of right to be paranoid because guess who's back? Yeah. But it's also, I think, a big metaphor for, like, the salt, like, to have that many generations of women working together in solidarity. I found one reason why I really like that the the most recent movie is because I found that like really empowering. And I I think a lot of that also comes from the fact that like for 30 years, it was like my grandma, my mom and me, like three generations of women just kicking ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you saw yourself in that. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So, I mean, can you think of any other ones that kind of got the the hopeless and the helpless and the and the protective and the and the evil and I mean, those are those are the those are the big ones. I mean, you might have some variations and can can you can you think of like helpless moms and horror movies off off the top of your head? Like, well, like I said, I think you know Rosemary ba- Rosemary's Baby and kind of the Omen. Yeah. You know, they're kind of just vehicles, you know, both of them, both of them involve being, you know, birthing the devil. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in that sense, they're kind of, um, you know, and and perhaps some other in Poltergeist would be a little bit, you know, she kind of just, you know, um, yeah, you know, so there's, 
there's definitely some yeah where like the things just um, happen to them and they happen and then they're kind of just you know um you know it kind of does and and they're kind of just vehicles kind of going through the story you know yeah at least like the one thing that always stood out for me for rosemary's baby was she was always um and note like it's been a long time since i've seen rosemary's baby but my recollection of it is she didn't really care that everybody around her was saying this is the devil child this is the devil child she just wanted to have her baby and she wanted to love it and then that's it <laughs> you know yeah. so i felt also like there's a kind of little bit of like uh, um you know, that mother's love kind of trope, like, oh, he's got a face that only a mother could love, you know, type type thing, which also reminds me of an old episode of Xena, the warrior princess, when Gabrielle gets impregnated, but like, it's also like a demon baby. <laughs> oh, <no. Yeah. laughs> so any Xena fans out there, you probably know which episode I'm talking about. Yeah, I saw this when I when when I was a child. So <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I mean, those are kind of the the categories, I think. Yeah, you know, um, that they've fallen into the horror. I mean, can we think of like badass moms, like other than Laurie Strode? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, like I mean, that's why I was saying like she's protective, but. You know, what I'm asking is not protective in the just, you know, I'm going to cover my child. I'm going to run away and stuff. But, yeah. you know, moms who kind of stand up and, you know. Oh, fucking. Um, alien? Did she, was she a mom at that point or no? She was a mother. She was a mom. Yeah, she had a kid back home. Her. She had a kid back home. Why am I blinking out on? Yeah, and then especially when she gets new. Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. Yes daughter's name is amanda what sorry what was that yeah right yeah her daughter's name was amanda and she was a mom yeah when she was on you know the first alien movie yeah. she was already a mom and she was heading back home because one of the big things that happened in the aliens is they told her you know because she was gone and they picked her up and everything mm-hmm. her daughter had died of old age oh yeah that's while right she was out there in cryo whatever um but then she finds newt and you know yeah you know Get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. I think Ripley would would definitely Rip- count. Ripley and Lori Strode in the new movies. Yeah. For sure would definitely count. They're badass moms in horror movies. You know. Huh? Can't think of maybe it's just I'm not as well versed in horror movies. As other people, if anybody else can, think yeah, of them or other tropes that we miss, go ahead. You know, these are kind of just what we're, you know, trying to think of different types of moms that we see in horror movies. Absolutely. You know? I mean, you know, and I think the badass protective is, you know, they're kind of subsets. You know, you have the covering and running away, and you know, kind of protective. And then you got like the badass protective. Yeah. Right? with some examples of that and everything yeah Um, i want to say like um to some extent carol in 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 the walking dead yeah Yeah. even still like i mean very early on she was very much like the sort of helpless um a woman who did not have a good marriage you know and then her husband dies and she's sort of free. Um, but she was always like very protective, very panicky of, of her daughter. And she did like the most kind of, it's, it's very sad, but one of the most like hardest, but badass things that she did as a mom was when her daughter turned, turned into a zombie. Um, I mean, I, I don't remember if she's the one that did the final death on her daughter or if somebody else did but like for her to like kind kind of stand there and have to say goodbye while being all emotional you know and then go on to become one of the most beloved characters of the entire show you know like carol's a fucking warrior man (laughs) like yeah yeah so you know we can think of some we can think of some different ones and please share with us if you you think of others and everything. The mom from from the ring too. 
Yeah. Yeah. She just. Yeah, I'd agree with Yeah, that. she just, I mean, she's a very active protagonist. Um, and she's definitely not the perfect mother. There's always tension between her and, and her son. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, but at the end of the day, she, she saves her and, and him, even though the curse is still, is still going, but you know, she did. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. How do, how do we feel about the mom and the others? Where do we think she falls in? Nicole, the Nicole Kidman movie. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what, you do. Do you, do you have any thoughts on it? I mean, that was. I mean, she's definitely protective. Yeah. Um, and definitely. Yeah. I don't think she's the help, you know, the kind of crouching away type of protective. She actively like gets pissed at people if they think they're hurting her children and yeah all of that stuff yeah she she, i mean she's also like protecting her children and also trying to like protect herself too at the same time i think Mm -hmm. so it's very much very much like the stereotypical lives of a mother having to do so many different things for so many different people you have to like remember to do it for for yourself too yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. If and oh, sorry. Go. Oh no. Go ahead. You can finish oh. your thought. I was going to move on to the next oh, question. Oh. Um. Right I was just going to say too, like if we also look at movies like uh, Hereditary, or sorry, uh, Bird Box, like The Ring, like other, or even like um the shining where like mothers are able to save their children like then hereditary is an excellent look at like a mother's probably like worst nightmare like not being able to save or protect her children from natural forces supernatural forces like whatever um you know, say I know yeah. hereditary, either you loved it or you hated it, but that's how I kind kind of saw it. It was a Matt Ari Aster kind of yeah. has that effect. He does. Like, either you really love the movies like mid, like his Midsummer yeah. and Hereditary and stuff, or or you're just like Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. I mean, I his are definitely a mind, yeah, a mind, you know, a mind trip. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I did love Hereditary. I didn't like the ending, but the the whole <laughs> the whole the whole thing to me was like, wow, this is like a mother's pain, like manifested into into the world. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like, and like the one scene that always sticks out is when she's what is she beating her head against a window or like. A window or, or was it like the uh, the attic door or something like really really fast like that yeah. scene always sticks with me just because of yeah and can we just say tony collette deserved whatever accolade yes he freaking got for that movie dude tony collette Jeez. is legendary yes. yes god damn the scene at the table still like yeah I remember oh, she's, oh, she's so <laughs> so fucking Dang, good. She pulled from somewhere to do that. Yeah, she deserved all those accolades for that movie. Yeah, that she got. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let us know um, if you think we're missing any movies that we haven't mentioned that you think might fit into stuff that we've described and stuff like I'm that. I'm sure. I'm know? sure we have, but tell us. I want to know. I want to go watch them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let us know. Um, the next thing we have that I think is a really good topic to talk about is how are different aspects of being a mother, not just, you know, birthing a child or, you know, being a parent, but like adoption, foster children, you know, children with disabilities, miscarriages, children who have medical issues, stepchildren, a divorce, you know, being a divorced mom, you know, how, how are these portrayed in horror? I mean, are they portrayed Mm -hmm. in good ways, bad ways, stereotypical ways? Are they handled well or they handled badly who handles it well who doesn't? You know, <laughs> let's, let's start talking about that it's a lot i know it topic. is it is a lot i think like when you say stepchildren i mean immediately and we have this down on on our list but like the lodge i can't like there's more i think 
negative portrayals of stepmothers than positive ones. And I think that's not just in horror. That's kind of all across the board. You know, there's a stereotype of like, oh, parents got divorced and like dad goes off and gets somebody else, whether she's younger or whatever. And there's always supposed to be this like unspoken, you're not our mom, you know, type type thing. And that's exactly kind of what happens in, in the lodge um won't get too into detail with that because we have a whole other episode on it that y'all y'all should listen to yeah yeah if you go check yeah. out our episode on the lodge we got into that movie that mo- that movie punched some buttons it did <laughs> that yeah movie punched some buttons but sure. would would, um, would w- yeah yeah you usually do have that portrayal of stepmothers um as more although you do have movies like the orphan or like the bad seed mm. or like the good son um where the kids you know the evil kid genre oh yeah of movie you know where the where the child is is evil and doing evil things and stuff like that you do have that you know where where the mother kind of struggles to love their child or or whatever and and you know even though the child is doing bad things and you know yeah that sort of stuff. Um, I feel I feel like that's also that that could be like a stereotype or 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 a trope too like those moms who it, it's sort of like this unspoken thing like they have taken upon themselves to help this dr- deeply troubled child even though they are literally a serial killer <laughs> like yeah you know yeah at some point it's like you know what there's even some people that a mother can't love let's just let's just leave it at that but i don't know maybe that's also the scary part about it too did you ever see we have to talk about kevin no but i we need to do we have that on our list to like do i think we don't i don't think okay we, do. we should go and um, basically that's the epitome of <laughs> we need to talk about kevin <laughs> we need to talk about this this child and it's horrific you know i mean it's not supernatural horrific it's it's psychological it's psychological psychological about these parents dealing with this child Mm -hmm. um and stuff yeah i mean you know i don't know you you know you get you know because you're trying to do a horror movie i think you i think people tend to use those things like adoption being a foster child um having a disability miscarriage medical emergencies as very easy plot devices Mm -hmm. um you know i'm trying to think of ones that really kind of delve into that sort of thing but but you know i honestly think you know that some of them are just kind of delved into you know just just you know as plot devices you know you're you know you're pregnant you're going to have the son of the devil you adopted you know you adopted a child who's actually an adult via the orphan Mm -hmm. um you know you you have a child who, who has a disability. Now a demon's going to try to get at it. You know, you have a child who has this side of the other thing or mental illness. It's not actually mental illness. You know, they have psychic power. They're you know, possessed. Yeah. They're possessed, you know. And, you know, I mean, these are real things that happen. And I think I think oftentimes in horror, um, you know, and there, I'm sure there's probably examples where this doesn't happen. But I think often these type of situations like adoption, stepchildren, mm-hmm. divorce, C-sections, you know, are used as the catalyst or the plot device or the vehicle of, of the horror rather than a focus of, you know, rather than the focus of the theme of the movie itself. It's, it's not a theme. It's an aspect of it. The horror comes from other things. Like you're afraid of being killed or you're afraid of the demon or you're afraid of, of this, that, or the other thing. And not actually like the hor- horror theme of, of theme that stems mm-hmm. from these situations. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm being too deep with it, but I'm trying to think, you know, maybe it's just the horror movies I watch, but, you know, I'm trying to think, but, you know, often they kind of come across to me as more like plot devices and, you know, vehicles to kind of get things started and catalyze the horror rather than, I think the differences and I think this also kind of goes into like one, are you a parent making a horror movie about being a parent? And two, are you, you know, a man um, where you're creating a protagonist that's a mother 
the and a central figure in the horror movie because I think even the list that we have here, I mean, they're hit hit and miss. But I kn- there is one movie I thought, yeah, The Quiet Place, yes, that I think it is a plot, but it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. You know, it actually deals with a family that has a child who has a disability. I'm hard of hearing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely deaf, but I'm hard of hearing. I, I, there's that There's that one movie. Yeah. And I think John Krasinski himself is a parent. His wife actually played his wife. Oh, nice. And yeah. he did actually write it about being a parent in, in yeah. a lot of ways, if I remember right. That one, I think, really didn't use. I mean, it was a plot device, but it was so much more than that. It was. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It wasn't just used as a plot device or just used as, uh, you know, a, a catalyst. No, I felt, yeah, I felt happen. like the closeness of the family, like throughout, yeah. throughout everything. And how they've adapted to having a child who was deaf, yeah. you know, and, and how, you know, and how, and how that worked for them and living as a family that had those things. And, and the stress that it can cause sometimes yeah. um, and, and, and then stuff like that. Um, and the, the child that the child actress that was in it was actually a deaf child, yeah. a deaf actress. A deaf and I actor. think, yes, if um, you're going to have or create a, a character who is deaf, bring in somebody who yeah. is a deaf actor. <laughs> so that yeah. is one movie that I can think of where, where those sorts of situations as a parent have come up that weren't kind of just a plot device i mean it's okay if they work like that like if they are also a plot device also a catalyst that's fine Mm. but i i think i i think i i would really enjoy it if it were something more and i think that's probably some you know why the quiet place got such accolades too that not only was it good horror and and a good aspect of horror and a a gimmick quote unquote Mm -hmm. But it was so much more than the gimmick. It was so much more than that because it showed, you know, the relationship between the family and how they have adapted and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's like the only you know. horror movie that ever made me like tear up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you literally have a mom giving birth, trying not to make a sound. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That, that whole entire scene, like, I know, like, my, my, my friends who are moms are like, I don't know how that would ever be fucking possible without an epidural. Like, holy shit. (laughs) You know, I think if you're in that, it was just the acquirement of, I have to do this. I have no choice. If my child's going to survive and I'm going to survive, I have no choice. You know, I have no Mm -hmm. choice. So, but yeah, there's one. I thought of one. Nice. There you go. But even say bird box, like, a little bit too to go to go back back to that yeah a little bit yeah because they were dealing with not yeah you know being able to see i suppose but but you know in how they yeah you know it was a little bit more than that it was kind of a more of a metaphor um, absolutely so i think you could argue that that one yeah was in there too but um yeah so i think um i think this this does a good uh intro into um, you know, what aren't we seeing and what would we like to see in terms of mothers and horror yeah. movies? And I think we said at the beginning, I would like to see more non-binary, mm-hmm. non-traditional stuff. Absolutely. Trans moms, disabled yeah. moms. Where are the disabled moms in horror? You know, that's you a know? whole other like kind of level too. A whole, a whole other dynamic to bring into like parenting. You know, if you physically are disabled and you can't do specific things for your child that like an able-bodied parent would, like, what does that feel like? You know, imagine. Um. Yeah. You know, how does that feed in? Yeah. Those are some things that I would, I would like to. Yeah, I think also more too like when there's a lot of like family oriented things um would love to see like same-sex couples but in a fam in a family setting yeah we we don't horror movie with the same like why couldn't you i mean you could probably take a lot of these movies just made a same-sex couple and it would you know like those those dynamics it's always going to be different you know parents are parents but 
because of things yeah it's always going to be a different dynamic i would love to see that that would be great more cultures um, you know, what I can think of is you, you have the us. The yes. Us the oh, I love that movie. In us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's an aspect of a mother, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not from a different culture, but from a different race than what we usually yeah. see. You know, it, it's centered around a black family, you know, um, dealing with this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to see how that dynamic works. Um, you know, every race, every culture. And, and all of that are going to have different um, takes on motherhood and, and being a parent and stuff. And I yeah. think it would be uh, really cool um, to see some more of that stuff too. Absolutely. To see some more of that stuff. So uh, can you think of it? What, what else would we like to I see? I mean, I think in terms of, I'd be, I know I put ma on the list we haven't really talked about that but what the the interesting thing about ma that movie which by the way octavia spencer woo, brilliant brilliant performance um was this her first horror i think so like she was so good like she fucking carried that movie i swear to god she was so good she carried it she 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 definitely did um but what was interesting about her character is like she was kind of playing like the cool mom to everybody, but then she was also like an actual mom that was kind of hiding her daughter and was like at the same time trying to take care of her, but was also kind of abusive towards her daughter, but never took it out on her daughter the way that she took it out on like the other like teens from the neighborhood like her ma as as a character she's a very interesting dynamic that I don't think I've ever seen that sort of like mesh or complexity in other characters who who are mothers mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a good one that's a good one too it's very interesting you know um yeah, you know, so so give us more of that, you know, give us the layers, give us the non-binary, give us yeah. the same sex parents, give us give us all of that, give us more cultures, give us all that stuff. I'd like to see. I'd like to see more of that. Cause I think the image people have of of the mom in horror movies is either the, you know, no more wire hangers or like a sobbing Wendy Torrance. Yeah. You know, I think. I think those are kind of the images that we get in our head of moms in movies and uh and and you know that that's what sticks out and even though there's more out there that we've talked about that that trope kind of gets you know trapped in there mm-hmm. and stuff like that um you know so so yeah so you know kind of as a as a wrap-up final question you know we talked about how kind of moms are dealt with but like how are fathers dealt with differently I mean you kind of see usually the dads being the defender, I think, yeah. in these movies, you know, the, the one who was out there, like, you know, sacrificing himself or, you know, yeah, you know, if, something like that. Like, if dads, yeah, if exactly, if, if the dad's like the protagonist or like a central character to the plot, they're mostly in like kind of like a savior type role. But then if you think about yeah. like, it um i don't remember the uh, girl's name but beverly. beverly yeah her dad abused her so mm-hmm. it's either like they are the savior or they're used as characters abuse. to abuse women and young girls i yeah. don't i don't i don't off. or just yeah. straight up like killers like Voorhees and michael myers you know, we yeah. don't see the same kind of like parental role as mothers are put into in horror movies with, uh, you know, with with fathers. You know, dad. It's 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 almost like they're treated as like they they don't have the same kind of emotions about about the children or yeah. anything like that. They don't get the same tropes. Yeah, they they, d- the they definitely don't. There is one movie. That was very interesting. Um, you know, we're talking about moms, but we're kind of have time about dads are different, and you know how we usually see. You know, moms are portrayed as the you know the protector, the helpless. You know, um, and the dads are more like out there. You know, the defender, the warrior dad, defending their family from whatever evil is happening in the horror movie. 
Um, but there is one, oh, what's it called? The Journey. It had Martin Freeman in it during the zombie apocalypse and he's carrying a baby. Hmm. That's his baby. And it was based off a short story um, where it, very different, very yeah. different. Um, and it sounds a little bit like um, also to go back to the Walking Dead, like Rick, you know, he cargo. cargo okay. Yeah. Like Rick Grimes, he has two kids, the mom, Lori, she, she dies. So he's responsible for, for these kids. But I mean, that's, that's in TV. They get to spend more time with that in films. It's just the dads are just, eh, they're just killers or aloof, you know, especially like in the supernatural type films, like even with hereditary, like the dad is always like, you're making it up. It's not real. You, you, you know, like there's that stereotype until shit actually goes down. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is, yeah. 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 I mean, so, you know, you can find them. Yeah. Um, you know, the different, you know, ways that parents, the mom, the dad, but again, very binary. It's still very mm-hmm. binary. You find these things that are different. And Cargo was based on a short film that they extended into a feature-length yeah. film, actually. I, I just found out. That. Um, never seen so, it. yeah. Um, called Cargo. But, um, you know, so you're seeing that more these days. And you can still, if you think about it, you can still find gems that don't fit into it. But I still think there's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I still think that that horror does kind of tend to fall back on those. Um you know, I think that's my conclusion talking about all this, you know, is that, is that, you know, in this particular aspect of horror movies, parental mm-hmm. mother figures in movies, we do have, you know, a lot more diversity representation, a lot more trope breaking to do. Yeah. Um, in terms of that. So please, if you, if you guys out there have any movies that break these tropes or any other thoughts and stuff we've mentioned or, you know, any of your experiences and stuff like that, or if you've made something, written something, whatever, that, that has any of the, that breaks these tropes or we might be interested in, you know, please let us know about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Something that doesn't necessarily like put the mom in this sort of compromise like mental state or something like that you know um where that that can be done very well very tastefully um it i'm uh, a, a short like mini series on netflix that i it came out a few years ago and i think it's it was a belgian series called tab tabla rasa and it was kind of like a psych- psychological horror that focused on a mother and her relationship with her daughter. Um, I don't want to say any more than that because I don't want to spoil anything. But I mean, it 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 took things like it it followed the tropes, but then it also didn't at the same time. Um, but yeah, cool. I haven't seen it, so that's just God, it's so good. You should watch it. Uh, Tabula Rasa. Tabula Rasa. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Happy Mother's Day. Cool. So, yeah, happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> Thankful your mom is not a horror movie. I know. I don't know what I would do um, if my mom was like Carrie's mom. I just, you know, I, I would light the whole house on fire too. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, I'd throw her against the wall with a bunch of knives yep. too. Why not? Yeah, that's what happened in the movie anyway. Um, in the book, I think she it's the same thing mm-hmm. the book. i'm trying to remember it's been so long yeah since I read the book but anyway but yeah so yeah you know happy mother's day hope you hope you uh hope you don't have a, a horror movie mom but uh you know and like i said any of this stuff you want to comment on feel free to do yes. so we're always happy to hear it uh next time we're going to be doing a video game we're going to be doing the medium which is a 2021 game by the bluebird team yeah the bluebird team um it takes place in in a different in europe and and i'm you know a place that doesn't that uh you know doesn't get looked at a lot i don't Mm -hmm. think so 
um, yeah. post-communist Poland? Yeah. And I mean, Bluber team, they are a European team from Poland, I believe, too. Oh, and I mean, they're, they, they did layers of fear, which is yes. And thing. observer. So they're very clued into horror games or sci-fi horror, things like that. So I'm particularly looking forward Um, to this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and as for everything that we've talked about today, you know, all these movies, you know, are listed, um, you know, stuff we've mentioned, books, things like that. You can look them up. Uh, Most of the time we'll try to put it like where you can find it and stuff, but we talked about so Mm -hmm. many things today. Um, But if you do need help finding any of these things you're curious about or want to ask us about anything we've mentioned, feel free to do so. Um, And like I said, next time we'll be doing uh, the medium and you can follow us on Twitter at the box underscore podcast to ask us any questions. We are on slasher. Slash, slash. Um. And you can listen to us on whatever you're listening to us on now. Um, also, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean itself. So until then, we always know that a boy's best friend is his mother. Mommy's boy. Mommy's boy.